Theodore, Ted Bundy, wasn't born a cold-blooded killer. He wasn't created to kidnap and mutilate women. So, what happened? Was there some major event that pushed him over the edge of insanity, or could it have been someone whose power overwhelmed and manipulated him to do the unthinkable? My guess is it was many events and many people who contributed to his eventual depravity, the worst of which, or whom, was Bundy himself. If we are to have a full understanding of the inner mind of this rapist and serial killer, supposing that is truly possible, we must examine his life in its entirety. Join me, and together we'll travel through Bundy's web of intrigue and insatiable urges that serve to portray him as one of the most fascinating and fanatical serial killers of our day. We begin, actually, before the beginning of Ted Bundy's life. Outside of the physiology of what causes a person to kill over and over again, there are social and emotional traumas that could be responsible as well. I believe it was Bundy's family who first began the deceit that created much of his early inner turmoil. Ted's birth was shadowed by unfortunate circumstances, entering this world under a cloud of shame and lies from which he may never have recovered. It seems his mother, Eleanor Louise Cowell, was an unwed mother at the age of twenty-two. Her parents considered themselves to be good, upstanding people, regularly attending their local church. It was unthinkable for them to admit to such scandalized behavior from their daughter, who was unable to even provide the true identity of the man who took advantage of her. So they sent her away to the Elizabeth Lund home for unwed mothers, in order to hide the secret of her indiscretions. Feeling dirty and discarded, Louise left home and traveled to Burlington, Vermont. On November 24, 1946, she ushered Ted into the world, putting his father on his birth certificate, an Air Force veteran by the name of Lloyd Marshall. Under closer scrutiny, no record was ever found of the man. There were other nasty rumors surrounding Ted's conception, one of which was that it was Louise's own abusive father, Samuel Cowell, who planted the seed. Again, no real record to support that rumor. As far as Mrs. Cowell was concerned, Ted described her as an obedient woman. Perhaps that's why he grew up to like his women meek and weak. He once said in an interview that Mrs. Cowell had sometimes even resorted to electroshock therapy to help her through her bouts of depression. So it was that Ted began his life as the bastard child of undisclosed parentage, living in an age where that situation was viewed as trashy, novel taboo. Louise may as well have worn a scarlet letter on her blouse and been locked in a barricade as far as her father was concerned. In Cowell's book, one fact was certain. There was no good that could come of the boy unless he and Ms. Cowell adopted Ted and brought him up the right way. Everyone lied. They lied to themselves, to Ted, and to just about anyone interested enough to listen. From the adoption forward, Ted grew up believing that his biological grandparents were his parents, and that Louise was not his mother, but rather his older sister. The truth of Ted's birth would not come out for years, which created a whole other trail of hate and confusion. But that's to come later. Meanwhile, Louise moved back in with her parents for a short while, and Ted's innocence was taken from him, as later down the road he was to take the innocence of others. Although Ted shared in an interview that he identified with and respected his grandfather, family members told an entirely different story. It seems Mr. Cowell was known to be a raging racist who hated almost any culture or religion that differed from his own. 
It was also no secret that he frequently beat his wife and abused the family dog, most likely considering them to both be on about the same level. 